From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, thank you for joining us on the broadcast today. We're coming to another wonderful, wonderful word of salvation. Now, there's a couple, uh, there's a way that the Bible uh, says it. There's a word that the Bible uses in a term and a phrase. And there is a phrase, that uh, there's a word used to describe this phrase that's not in the Bible. And if you'll just bear with me, we'll, we'll, um, I'll explain myself as we go along. And I, there's a Bible word, atonement which uh, we often explain as at-one-ment with God. It has to do with peace. Found over 70 times in the Bible. Found 65 times in the books of Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers, largely to do with the daily sacrifice. There are five other occurrences um, where, where we find this word. But uh, there, there is another place in the New Testament where on several different occasions you find this phrase, which is kind of the New Testament way of say, using the word atonement, you find a phrase where it says, he gave himself. And so that is the phrase that, that uh, there is a word that is not in the Bible, but the doctrine is kind of like rapture, the word Bible itself, and that's the word substitution. So, Although it's not that word substitution is not in the Bible, it stands for that great truth about atonement where he gave himself in the New Testament that, that again, runs for like a scarlet river from Genesis to Revelation. And it is the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ, in his infinite grace, took our place. He died for me. He died in the place of a poor depraved, lost, guilty sinner and made it possible for a holy God to, to be at peace with a holy God and save all that would come to him in the name of his son. Now, uh, again, I want you to uh, take you through some of the, the scriptures here. And I want us to think about the one who gave himself, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and to notice what it was for which he gave himself. Now, in Galatians chapter 2, uh, we read in verse 20 where the Apostle Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, I want you to notice something about this. Me. The per personal pronouns. I Live in the flesh. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I, I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. There are eight personal pronouns in that one verse. Think of the individuality of it. Paul, who had been a persecutor, an injurious waster of the church of God, who was an enemy of the cross of Christ, public enemy number one. One day, the light shone from heaven on the road to Damascus. 
And he realized the one who had died on the cross did so for him. That Jesus Christ had taken his place. That it was Jesus Christ that loved him so much that he died for Paul. By the way, he died for you and he died for me. Christ loved you that much. Christ loved me that much that he gave himself for me. Now, take, take your name and put it in. I, Doug Castle, am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I, Doug Castle, live, yet not Doug Castle, but Christ liveth in Doug Castle. And the life which Doug Castle now lives in the flesh, Doug Castle lives by the faith of the Son of God, who loved Doug Castle and gave himself for Doug Castle. Again, I'm not trying to change or distort the scriptures. I just want you to see, the make it personal, as it was to Paul, that Jesus Christ gave himself for me. And when you get a hold of that, when you, that really grips your heart, it grips your mind, it grips your soul, then in every fiber of your being, the natural response to grace is one of gratitude that says, I'm just going to live for him. He gave himself for me. That, that is the very heart of the gospel. He, he gave himself for me. That's substitution. Someone substitute. I have a substitute. Somebody took my place. Beloved, that is the language of faith. That word may not be in the Bible, but when, when, a, when a depraved sinner, a guilty sinner, looks at the cross and sees the blessed Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, hanging there in agony, knowing that he is innocent and we are guilty, that we were condemned and that he stood forward and took our place and that he went, that the world went black when God crucified the light of the world and, and that Jesus endured the judgment of, of my sin and became my substitute, that he loved me and gave himself for me. The, beloved, that's an epiphany just as good as Paul had on the road to Damascus. But he didn't just die for me. He died for us. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2. Paul says that we walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, plural, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. I love that verse. Say why? Because you got these Calvinists out there, and they can get that me, but they don't like that us because that includes everybody. I, I'm, I don't want to be so narcissistic and so arrogant and so filled with pride and hubris in my, in my belief that I have limited the grace and the gift of God in the person of his son to just me and not to us. Christ did not die for a few. Christ did not die for some. Christ died for all. It was not a small elect predestinationed group of believers uh, that he died for. The whole world was elected and predestined, as we've already seen. Well, predestination once they were saved. I can look out over the entire globe across every nation, across, uh, over every continent, 
And, and no matter what nation, every kindred, every tribe, every tongue, we can say that he gave himself for us. The Son of God gave himself for us. That is how Isaiah said it. When he looked on down through the, the, the centuries of time, and by faith, he saw the scene of Calvary when he said he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. I'm glad that he gave himself for me, and beloved, I'm thrilled that he gave himself for us. No longer a pauper. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search from the poorhouse to the palace. From the poor